educator and creator of the dream method. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready to get real as we pull back the business curtain, share tools, experiences, and the nitty gritty, not so pretty of building the life and business of your dreams. Let's get real, shall we? Welcome back to On The Real. I am Tara Kirby. I am your host. And I have my most favorite person in the whole wide world. I don't believe that. In my office today. Hi. Hello. What's up, Mr. Cameron Kirby? Hello. Um, I convinced Mr. Cameron Kirby to come back on the podcast, what, like two years after our flagship episode, mm-hmm. to kind of talk about what the world of Kirby is now. So when we recorded our very first podcast episode together oh, two years ago, um, I on was- On the couch in our living room? Yeah, you were on the couch in our living room and I was in the office because mm. we couldn't figure out how to like- do the podcast and mm-hmm. still struggling through, but we're here. Um, I was not building the business that I'm building. Nope. I was in the stressful. Mm-hmm. I was not. I was not who I am. Well, kind of. You know, different versions of self. So I want to like get down to business and talk with you, Mr. Cameron Kirby, my husband, about um, business and what it's like to be married to an entrepreneur and. You know, just dive in and pull back the curtain about, you know, what we've been building for the past two years. Because while I have been building this dream business, you have been building this dream business as well. Not internally in the business, but by supporting and being who you are as your husband. Your husband. My My husband. husband. Being yourself as my Mm -hmm. husband. So um, I want to get your take on okay. what you girls been doing. Okay. Well, why don't we start at the beginning? Oh, okay, yes. When I first met you, yeah. Um you were redoing a space. Mhm. BMC RIP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the first taste of your entrepreneurial um journey. Journey. If you want. And which I obviously liked. I had done been a part of a few startups already. So I like that mindset. I like the small business. I like all of it. Um, so that was the first. Yeah. I mean, and by that being the first, it's like I was doing that, but I was also doing a million other things. What else? Right? Like, so we were redoing this space. So BMC was Be More Creative Studios. It was an event space, photography studio, co-working space. It was 5,400 square feet of, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, And I was also doing social selling. I was in an MLM. Oh, yeah. And then I was also working for a local influencer, supporting her in her business. And doing hair. And I was doing hair. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this was like pre, this is like the culmination to the stressful, which I thought once we removed ourselves from BMC and, like, got rid of the space that the stressor would, like, go away. I was, like, hella stressed all the time. Um, And my business was – I mean, it was me. And I tried to have support, but I couldn't afford help, right? So it was, like, it was me running the business. It was me doing the hair. It was me spreading myself way too thin. And then I got pregnant with Cruz. And then we closed BMC – 
like a couple, like bless, Mm -hmm. true, true divine intervention with that, being able to close that right around the time that I had Bubba. And then we didn't have BMC, but like, I still wasn't making money Mm -hmm. in my entrepreneurial journey. And I owed a lot of people a lot of money. So sorry. (laughs) But like coming into our relationship, like you knew I was an entrepreneur. Mm Mm-hmm. You probably didn't know how much debt I had. I did not. Sorry about it. That we probably should have had true. that conversation. But glad we didn't because you probably wouldn't have married me. Mm. But in my defense, you also accrued some debt per your, what is it, your gallbladder removal. Oh, that was after we were married, though. After, I know, after we were married. Oh, so, okay. like, that compounded the stressful, right? Yep. Like, financial mm. stressful stress and feeling like we had to hustle to make ends meet. And you were working your full-time job. I just... When I had left a job and went to another job, like yeah. a smaller startup. Like right where when we, were we literally working in a warehouse with like four of us. That was that was crazy so too. That was right when we got married as well, which yeah. caused Yeah. Some stress. A little, a little stress. So there's stress on both sides of the of like finances and life and the stress of that compounded for us to not be like our best selves. Mm-hmm. Right? So here we are, September nope, November of twenty 20- TF 18 we go to San Francisco yep happy birthday to you mm-hmm. <laughs> which I was still stressed and struggling like over that trip like there was one of the days that we were on that trip that I was like completely checked out yep like completely I was the whole drive mental emotional I was like not in a good place um and it was kind of on that trip and having that really those really heavy feelings and a few other commitments that I had made in the month of November that was the breaking point for me where I was like I can't do any of this anymore and so I came to you and I said hey so I'm gonna quit doing everything that I'm doing yep and your response was I don't remember how are we gonna make money right like yeah how how are we going to make this work and that was that was like the leading stress right was the finances was the debt was the we're living in an apart not even an apartment Apartment. we're living in a house but we're renting a house and like it was not an ideal situation and I know what Cameron wants out of life and the life that we were living that I had essentially created for a lot of what we were doing it was not It was not the dream for either of us. And so I quit everything I was doing in November. And then I kind of pulled back and was just like figuring my stuff out for a bit while still like making a, I mean, I want to say pennies, but like we were making ends meet barely month to month. Um, And then I stepped into the the dream making business and now I'm in the business Mm -hmm. of making dreams. Um, How is it well let's talk about the progression of that so I quit everything in November and then March of 2019 I officially come out and say I'm starting my coaching business I tried like a couple things in between there I like created an online course decided to open a shop yep closed those moved on um just like trying to find the thing that was the thing and knowing what the thing was without actually taking action on the thing so I take the action on the thing I start the coaching business right I start the coaching business we're like moving from your perspective when we were like moving into that direction like mm-hmm. what did you see 
of me like building this business, like from our history of me like doing all of these multiple businesses that were not profitable and that yeah. were continuing to like compound our financial struggles and keep us from being able to shift into the life we wanted to live. And then I decide, oh, I'm going to do a coaching business. Like, what was your perception of that? Like, what did you see on that side? Um, Like, don't hold back. No, so obviously <laughs> hesitation. Yeah. Um, Obviously stress. Mm-hmm. But I'd never had been like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Or no, don't try that. Oh, yeah, no, no you were always supportive. Which, which I was still, like, supportive. I think the difference, though, when you started, you started doing a lot of manifesting stuff mm-hmm. around that time as well. Yeah, and you're like, and you and I had, are you doing? <laughs> yes and no. But you, you had started doing a lot of that. Yeah. Um. And just, like, the output and the positive stuff that you were talking about it made me feel more confident. Yeah. At that time. Built more trust. Yeah. In my ability to actually do it. Totally. Which I think I was building that trust with myself simultaneously. Right. Right? And it's, like, that's the thing that changed for me in this business versus all of the businesses I was building previously. I Like, I got my mind right. And I got – Yeah. I put myself – in an energetic space, I understood the law of attraction. I was using it to my benefit. I was also following my gut and looking inward versus outward and building based on what I knew I was good at versus being like, oh, she's doing that. I'm going to do that. She's doing that, which is right. what I was doing up until this point. And so we shift into the business. The trust is like building. The cash is starting to come in. Yep. Those pieces of proof that came in as cash and like us starting to pay and down it, our credit cards. Yeah. And it wasn't overnight. Oh, no, it was, it was a not roll, overnight. Which yeah. is, I think, yeah, you got to remember. It was like, yeah. now that you look back, it's been a couple years now, but it, yeah, it happened really slow at the beginning. Absolutely. But we, I also feel like um, those smaller wins mm-hmm. were celebrated too. For sure. Um, along that. And it kept us like being yeah. like, okay, we're on the right which path. Which it made it easier from where we came from to uh-huh. like celebrate those wins, right? Those, those smaller wins. Yeah. Like whatever it was, a couple hundred bucks here or... Right, so or paying off, or paying off something, something or being able to get something, or yeah, or being able to not stress about like buying groceries at Target, or being like, okay, well, that's another thing that we're gonna have to like deal with later. Yep, clients are popping off over here. Um, so then we move into well, like from my perspective, so my money mindset. Like, your girl was always in the stressful. I was always living outside of my means. I was always, like, building and, like, using credit cards. And, like, I still find myself in these cycles that I'm continually having to, like, check myself in. And I also come from the I, the money mindset of, like, how do, how do I put this? So I come from the mindset of like husband and wife are partners, but also I was brought up in a community and where the man makes the money, right? Like no, I always knew that I was going to like have some sort of career. I also knew I was going to have kids, right? And, but I saw a lot of my, a lot of my upbringing was like, okay, the man makes the money, the mom stays at home. That's what I saw. Not necessarily in my own family, like my mom always worked, but it's like, no, the man makes the money, the wife has like extra money. And so in my mind, I was building my business being like, okay, I'm going to pay off this debt that I accrued. Okay, I'm going to pay off this bill that I accrued. So it was like my money 
and the business money versus our money. And a lot of what I was paying off was for my business. And it was accounts that you didn't even have access to. And you didn't even really, like I told you what the numbers were. The numbers were on a spreadsheet. But it's like, you didn't really know what was going on. And so it's like, oh, my husband makes money and then I have extra money. And that's where my mindset was until it was probably like August of... 2019 so I'd been building my coaching business for like five months and I asked myself the question I was like okay if my money the money that I'm making that my business is making is the only money how would I actually treat my business Mm -hmm. and that mindset shifted in me and September of 2019 is when I hit my first 10k month right and from and I hit that and then I was like okay now now what like I have to keep doing this Mm -hmm. and like what happens if this money like I went back into that scarcity mindset I didn't even celebrate the $10,000 month I remember I always said like when I have my first $10,000 month I'm gonna buy a Louis Vuitton and I didn't in the month the month that I hit my 10k in September I did not celebrate Mm. in the way that I said I was gonna celebrate right because I'm like no I want to take this money and I want to like hold on to it put it where it needs to go and like live a little more comfortably and then my mind started going to the, well, how does Cameron feel about me making this amount of money, right? Because at that point, mm-hmm. like, I was making more money than you, yeah. which was my goal. Like, right. that was my goal. That was, like, what I was trying to do all along is, like, I want to make more money than my husband. Yep. But it, my intention behind it, I didn't have a, an intention behind it. It was just, like, I want to make more money Th- than Cameron. But goal. it's like, but why, yeah. right? Yeah, there wasn't. But the why was, well, I want to pay off my credit cards. Right. It was, it it was, was, yeah, the pressure that you were feeling. Absolutely. And I put that pressure on myself. So I hit my first $10,000 month. Do you remember what that month was like? Mm -mm. I don't really either. I mean, I was still stressed. I was still hustling in a way. I took a client on that wasn't necessarily a dream client so I could get to that cash count. Yep. Right. Um, And I fulfilled like wholeheartedly, fully and worked with her in a very high touch capacity. And was honored and grateful to be able to do that. But, like, it wasn't right. the dream yet. Yeah. Right? And so then we move into – well, then we bought the Louis Vuitton. Right? So December of 2019, I was, like, consistently making 10K months at this point. So September, October, November, December. Because of the contracts I had, I was, like, pretty much hitting 10K every single month. If not, like – right barely there and so I remember in December around Christmas time Karen had actually gotten a new job which we manifested like having that new job I actually remember so we had an event in November of 2019 where I had all of my one-on-one clients that I was currently working with or had worked with throughout the year and I like had a dinner Dinner, like that was like one of the things that I wanted to do I was like this is so fun because at the time I didn't have a team but I was like I want to have a team dinner I'm like I didn't have anyone that was really working for me um but like I had a few friends working with me. And so we had that dinner and you actually got the job offer at that dinner. And that was like, that was a really cool moment because you were working in a job that wasn't necessarily fulfilling you because they weren't, their values and your values weren't aligned, right? What they, what you were selling and doing for them was what you're really good at and what you enjoy doing. Right. But you weren't obsessed with the business. And then you moved into a more aligned position Mm -hmm. with a new company and... Then December of 2020, we were shopping. We were at City Creek. Mm-hmm. And you're like, let's just go into Louis Vuitton. 
Yep. I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll just go into Louis Vuitton. And one thing led to another, and I left with my bag. My, yep. like, dream bag, bag that I always said that I was going to buy for myself, like, years and years and years and years ago. It was my Neverfull that I wanted, and I use it every single day. Now, when I come to the office, it's my it's my um, computer bag. But also, it's, like, a daily reminder of, like, where I came from and where I headed. Um, where I headed. Hmm. Where I am headed. And so, like... Here we are a year into oh, – well, we're not even a year into what I was building, right? So it's mm-hmm. like – I mean, a year after I was like, I quit. Correct. Right? I was like, yeah, I quit. I'm done. Yeah. Life changed a lot in that year. We were able to pay off a lot of debt and yep. live a little more comfortably. Totally. Started saving for a house. Yep. And then 2020 – well, what a, what up 2020? What a year for us all, right? Um, 2020 hits and – you are moving into this new space of your job. Yep. And then the pandemic hits. And we're all like, what's, what's going to happen? Gonna happen yep. Right? And then you end up working from home. Yep. A lot. <laughs> working from home a lot. We set up a, a desk in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then my office was adjacent to our bedroom. Yep. And then our children, the two that we had at the time. So half the time we had one. The other half we had two. It was act absolute chaos and it was a lot of like bouncing back and forth Mm -hmm. but you were able to see like what my day-to-day looked Mm -hmm. like at that point and up until then i didn't you were like i don't know what this girl's doing (laughs) what is she actually doing right it's like i see what you post on instagram Mm -hmm. which i think is a lot of um like that's the perception that we create totally so you're working from home. I'm working from home. I get to see you in your role mm-hmm. of business, which was so fun. really fun for me to see too. Calls. And I was like, wow, he's like really, really good at what he does, mm. which I knew, but I was able to see it. So we're at home and like, what's your perception? Perception? Perspective? Yeah, perception of like seeing me build the business. Like you actually are literally seeing me and like hearing me build the business. Not as much. Yeah, I would listen in. Quite often. And then I'd like say stuff afterwards. <laughs> You've got something yeah. to say? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have like. Well, from like what you saw me building before, like when we first started dating. No, it goes dating. back to what I had already said. Just like there was a confidence there that yeah. was very different like and still there at that point. Yeah. When all that was happening. Yeah. So like there's still that confidence was still there. Obviously, there's been harder moments, but. Well, for sure. The confidence, which I think built off of multiple things, right? Like. Yeah bringing in money, hitting goals yeah. has, but, but I think like the overlying thing was the confidence and the manifesting and the, right. I think it's still. Well, yeah. and the conversations, like one of my favorite things to do. So Cameron knows like who my clients are without knowing who my clients are. Yeah. Right. There's a few clients that I'm always like, Oh, this client. He's like, which one? I'm like, and then I describe who they are. Like Lindsay, Lindsay, we love you so much. <laughs> But the way we describe Lindsay has everything to do. So Lindsay actually, Lindsay Pruitt, she's one of our master dream coaches. She came to an IRL and she stayed at our house and she had a lot of heavy feelings for leaving her baby for the first time. And Cameron got to see those feelings. And so Lindsay is my coach that cries and we love Lindsay so much, but you guys have probably never seen Lindsay cry. Anyway, so being able to like share the wins of my clients with you has been like one of the funnest things for me Totally. because- what that does for me. So I'm a words of affirmation girl. If you didn't know, I have to remind Cameron all the time. I'm like, you have to tell me I'm pretty. You have to tell me I'm doing a really good job. Like you have to like congratulate me for keeping the house clean. It's like a thing. So 
me being able to like show that validates that like what I'm doing and is, what I'm teaching is, is actually, actually working. Totally. And I genuinely celebrate all of the wins that my clients have and my coaches have. And totally. like that's been a really cool thing for me to be able to do with you. Um and knowing that you know pieces of my business, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know a lot of what I do day to day now because like things yeah. things shift very quickly totally. around here. Um and there's a lot of key players that are in the inside of the business now. So it it's been like really fun to be able to like go on this journey and like have your support. So with let's, that let's step back okay. real quick and talk about I love when Cameron the making, gets bossy. The making more money than me. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because that's like a thing, I think for some people. One hundred percent, which is why I, like what a, I like want to shift into. It's like, okay, so yeah. for the for the female entrepreneur who is listening to this totally. and if your husband has like reservations or like isn't necessarily supportive or you want to make more money than your husband, like let's yeah yeah dive, i think dive in there. so for me personally it never bothered me yeah because i looked at it it wins for both of us mm-hmm. and i think that's like at the end of the day it's like but i have heard and i've seen where like for sure hey my wife's making more money than me and that makes them feel yeah and xyz I, which yeah. is fine right that's, people are gonna feel that's how right. they're gonna feel mm-hmm. but um with that mentality it's like it, I never, I never felt that way. That mm-hmm. it was like you trying to. But I felt that you felt that way. How come? What? Um, I think it was a lot of my own conditioning, right? Probably. Like the idea that it's like the husband makes more this was money, the role. and yeah. I am the support, yep. right? Yeah. And it's like I only have to make money if our relationship were to terminate in some capacity, right? Yeah. Like then I would have to be, and I'm not. Clearly, I'm not afraid or incapable of supporting myself totally. and my children. I've done it before, right? I was I lived the single mom life. That's how when you came into my world, it was just me and my baby, and like we were struggling, yep. but we were getting by. So it's like yeah. I know that I can, but like subconsciously, when I like when we got married, I was like, oh, I have the support. That yeah. I was always looking for, right? right? I can do it, but I don't want to do it without you, yeah. right? I choose to do it with you, and I will continue to choose to do it with you. And, um, but for it, w- those feelings that I had, I was like, "How does Cameron feel?" And I remember asking and you, "I'm like, how do you feel about me making like this amount of money? Yeah. Like, what what do you want?" I was trying to involve you so much more because of my insecurities yeah. and my paradigm about money. And I think the same thing goes for the spouse, right? Like yeah. we've always been told, like you make the money, you right yeah. as as a male figure in the home, yeah, whatever it is, we're conditioned the same way, right? For so sure. like for where that your Safety, spouse is security. coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Like they might feel insecure, yeah. right? And so, but it's just yeah interesting well and a lot of what that is it's like it's having a a real honest conversation totally right and like owning the fact that you are partners but at the end of the day right it's like it's such a win for both of you well it's such a win like i remember that's like the hard thing like when i hear that or i hear somebody like talk that way i'm like but it's like great for both of you 100 percent. which i so i don't personally like understand right but except for the conditioning part where we've been conditioned to tell to like This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do X, Y, Z, and now you're here. So while, like, whether it's conscious or subconscious, it's like those thoughts, those feelings may creep up in you or, like, they're being reflectant from your spouse, your partner. Like, having that conversation of, like, 
no, we are in a partnership right. and being very clear about the support that you need. I think that's a that's, that's been the biggest shift for us recently yeah. because well, even before when we were having those conversations, it was yeah. like we we ended up saying like this is what you actually need is X, Y, Z, whatever that was, whether it was to help here or Mm -hmm. do this or do this, right? It was like being more clear on those things. Yeah. Um, that weren't had weren't related to money. It wasn't related to right, but like yeah. there's other aspects. Yeah. Well, and I think too, it's like when it comes down to our conditioning and our like, uh, I mean, what is it? Our fundamental human needs of like being secure and feeling safe. For some people, that is financial. And it's yep. only financial. Agreed. So it's like if you're only feeling secure with your finances, maybe you're lacking security in other places. And so yeah. being open to like looking at, okay, like – and obviously tread lightly with your husbands. I – so I was like coaching Cameron subconsciously when I, when I first started. And I would like – by like inviting him to like, oh, have you meditated? Oh, like starting using the tools that like I was using. But when I was like pushing them on him, he'd be like, no, 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 I don't want this. Like that yeah. – love that for you. And it wasn't until I was just doing – and being and embodying that you like came around totally. to the different things, right? Yeah. Like even like talking about the subconscious mind and like re- reprogramming and all of this, like you do, you live, you prove. Right. And if, you're, if your spouse isn't supportive, like I have very strong feelings about supportive spouses and I'm so grateful that Cameron is and that is why I married him because he, he came in fam we did not know each other very long before we got married and mm-hmm. he, but he, the one thing he did know is that I wanted to work. I was mm-hmm. going to work. And, like, I was willing to do what I had to do totally. to make work work. Um, and so having that supportive spouse is, like, it. I'm grateful that I have that. But if you don't have it, sometimes you just have to do and show them what you're capable for and create the trust. Yep. Have the conversations of, like, hey – like, this is my desire. This is what I want. And this is what I'm willing to do. I'm actually, like, so excited for one of our coaches. Um, she's, like, one of our OGs. And she's one of the educators that works with us inside of the Dream Method. And she recently was, like, my husband's taking another job that's more of what he wants to do. And it's a pay cut. Yeah. And the reason he can do that is because I'm supplementing more. Yeah. And I'm, like, well, that's what that I is the antithesis. As that's well. That was exactly our same situation mm-hmm. last fall. Yeah. Was I, yeah, took technically a a pay cut to to do something that was more aligned with, like, my goals. Absolutely. And it's, like, that was so empowering for me to be able to be, like, do what you want to do, right? And, like, that's very much how I always exist. Um, And so if you're in that position, actually, like, I would love to, like, answer your questions. If you are in that position where it's, like, you don't feel like you have a supportive partner or, like, you have those money mindset blocks or you see them in your spouse and your partner, like, Hop into my DMs because I want to continue this conversation and give you more like tangible tools of how to best do that because everyone's situation is different, right? Like every relationship is different. Every business is different. Everything is, it's specific to you and what you're doing. So um, yeah, thank you for circling back and like bringing light to that. So from... From a husband standpoint and where I'm shifting in the business now, like we'll be, I will be totally transparent. Like I am not making more money than Cameron right now. Like Cameron is making more money and bringing home like more money to support our family right now. And because 
of the investments that I'm making in my business right now with like the hopes to grow and build and expand in where we're going. And so with that, with me being an entrepreneur still, right, I feel like I've moved out of the space of like solopreneur. I'm still an entrepreneur, still running a small business. And I am stepping into the role of CEO, like where we are now. So let's circle back. We bought the Louis Vuitton, then we kept building the business, like COVID hit, my business actually grew. I think we Mm -hmm. doubled, we more than doubled. We 2X'd from year one to year two, and now we're in year three of the business. We bought Mm -hmm. our house, so we were able to save for our house. We were able to move into Cameron's house. (laughs) <laughs> I live in Cameron's house. She does. Because she, of the way that... She owns my car, so... I, I own the car that Cameron drives. Cameron owns the house that I live in because banks and small so, businesses and all the things. So I think with that, though, it's like everything has... Uh, and for us, it's been different, but a season, obviously. Oh, yeah. And so, like, yeah, sometimes it's harder... Yeah, that's just... It's a hard well, thing, but, like, stepping back and then being like, okay, here's where... Yeah. So with me doing 10K months, I was bringing a lot of that home. Totally. Which is what supported us in being able to, like, pay off our cars, buy the house, save the money, be in a comfortable living situation that we wanted to create. But we bought the house, and then I took a pay cut. Yeah. I took, like, a major pay cut so that we could build and grow the business. Like, the way that I see 2021, it's like, I'm investing time money into the business to grow the business right and so we are in this season of where it's like Cameron is supporting our family and being able to like have that and know that that support like financially Cameron is is like holding our family together I'm supplementing and we're making new financial goals for where we want to be for our next level and so now it's like okay we hit the dream right our dream and like it was more of my vision of the dream of like okay we want to have another baby we want to buy a house we had the, we, we bought had a house. The other baby. We had the other baby, mm-hmm. right? We were able to buy you a car that you really mm-hmm. wanted, so that you're not driving around in the subi that we were scared about. The death trap. Like every I didn't single time. Didn't want to drive the kids in. Didn't mm-hmm. want to drive. And so it's like we were able to create that stability and that dream for ourselves. And now our season is shifting yep. into like the next dream. And so I think recognizing where you are and like openly like communicating with your partner, like on your entrepreneurial journey because like if you're an entrepreneur your business will move in seasons Mm -hmm. right and that's kind of the freedom that we've created uh, for like building um the businesses that we do it's like allowing the seasons of life and the seasons of business to like come and go and so like if you have a spouse that's not supportive or doesn't understand like talk to them about your business Mm -hmm. matter of factly but like don't bitch about your business Mm -hmm. to your partner, right? Because that's where, when it's like the bitching and the complaining comes in, it's like, well, then why why am I supporting you in doing this, right? But like, I think having like honest conversations of like, this is where I at, but also qualifying conversations, I think that's been something that's really supportive for us. It's like, I just want to tell you this. I don't want um, advice, Mm -hmm. right? Or like, this is what I need. I think like we recently had a conversation I, I have been in, like, a rough place emotionally and, like, mentally since I had since I had Blake. And she's nine months now, and I've been – and I've, like, 
I claim it. I see it. I call it out. Like I've been existing in victim mentality and I'm like, it has to be me. And I still see myself in those moments, right? Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, well, I'm the mom. I have to do these things, right? And those are the stories that I've placed on myself again, right? right? And it's like, I'm able to see those cycles. But we had a conversation probably like a month and a half ago now where it's like, okay, what do you actually need? Like Mm -hmm. you need to check in with me and tell me what you need. And like, I feel like that that open dialogue it's like okay what do you need today right okay what can i do to help you fulfill what you need and some days it's like and then I vice don't versa know. Though, for me too though yeah I've and, be like and and be yes. willing to say no like i'm gonna like if i come home from work and i'm like no i can't actually yeah help with xyz sorry yeah. like that's just the reality today well for sure right and so it's like it goes on both sides mm-hmm. and then goes yeah back to yeah well and it's well. it's the partnership it's sacrifice it's support it's the human existence, right? And I think we're all figuring it out day to day. But like, I wanted to bring Cameron on the podcast today to kind of like show you like the reality of like what it is being married to an entrepreneur and like bringing light to that. Because I think a lot of us, we don't see what it's actually like on the inside, totally. right? Like we keep our relationships like really close and it's like, we don't show the dirty stuff. right? We only show the good things, mm-hmm. right? And it's not all perfect. Nope. Neither of us are perfect. The business isn't perfect, right? right? It's like, I'm in the business of building dreams. It's not always going to be the best dream, yep. right? And allowing that support that you need, whether you find that in your partnership by having like open conversations or asking for what you want and telling them what you need or whatever that looks like to you. Like, I just want to encourage you that it is possible to be the wife that you want to be be the person you want to be, to be the mom you want to be, but you have to define what that is. And you have to take the stories that you place on yourself off and have that conversation to be like, okay, this is who I want to be. Am I being this? Like, can I be this for you? And is this in alignment with what we're building together? Mm -hmm. So thanks, Cameron. Oh, you're welcome. Sorry I wasn't so talkative. Oh, it's fine. I feel like uh, per always, I'm always just... She's taking over the conversation. She's taking over the conversation. If you've ever had a conversation with me, sorry, I've probably taken over a conversation as well. But that's why I gave myself a podcast. You see, just like we talked about at the beginning, when she gets passionate about something, see? I am just my, like this. I get passionate. I know. Um, I had to apologize to my dream coaches yesterday because I started like talking in my angry voice because I was really passionate about something. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to like bring it back to the high vibes. Um, but yeah, Cameron, thanks for coming on, on the podcast. You are welcome. Let's keep this conversation going. So if you listen to this podcast, let me know your thoughts, your feelings, and anything that comes up for you in the DMs. Like and send, I'll answer questions in her DMs. Yeah, too, and Cameron so. will answer questions in the DMs. Like we'll have we'll we'll chat about it. Yeah. We'll do a little couples therapy, couples coaching. No, yeah, coaching, not therapy. Co- yeah, we're we're not we're certified or we're not licensed therapists. Like yeah. leave that to Emily Stevens. Um, okay, awesome. Thanks, Cameron. I'll Thanks. let you get back to your life. Okay, thank you. I love you. Okay. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us on on the real. We will see you.